The inside word on all things business in Wellington and beyond. Tuesday Business on Wellington Mornings. Time to talk business with our Wellington business editor, well, the New Zealand business editor. He's based in Wellington, Hamish Rutherford. H, so the government has announced that the Earthquake Commission is going to take twice the amount of risk in natural disaster, raising its cap from 150000 to 300000 How does that help the people of Wellington? Well, just to go back a step, the Earthquake Commission was set up because New Zealand has a lot of earthquakes, and that means that it can be very insurers can be reluctant to come and enter here. And what it means is if there is a, a natural disaster of a you know a variety of events, it could be a tsunami, you know, could be landslides, but earthquakes mainly, they the the Earthquake Commission steps in and covers the first pot of damage for every house. And it was set up like that in nineteen ninety four. It dates back to the forties. Uh, and it's been a hundred thousand dollars until twenty nineteen and now it's gone up to three hundred thousand dollars. Now what that means is that if there is an earthquake in Wellington, that insurance companies don't have to take nearly as much damage. If if if, if your house burns down, they, they take the full insurance cost, but in the event of an earthquake, it's it's three hundred thousand dollars that the that the government takes. And so it's really the government stepping in and saying, We want to encourage insurers coming here. We recognise there's a, a, a risk to because of earthquakes and we'll take really take the first hit on every insurance premium. Will that help body corps? Will that bring body corp insurances down? Would it help? I mean, is, is it government being super smart and saying we need more uh, uh, apartments in the cities? And would that help? It will help. That's the thing. So it, it covers everyone from, you know, the length of the country. But where it's a real issue are the places where you're likely to have earthquakes, and that's places like the Hawke's Bay, Canterbury and Wellington. And so it means that particularly if if you've got a five million dollar apartment, then a then a three hundred thousand dollar cap isn't that much. But if you've got an apartment that's less than a million bucks, the three hundred thousand dollars is a well, and and the land value is part of it. So the the it's, it's how much it costs to repair. So it it could be that the government's taking on the bulk of the risk. And so it's particularly welcome. You you pay for it. You pay for levies in your insurance. But it's particularly welcome in high risk areas, particularly such as Wellington. I think that's good news, isn't it? It's good news for us. It's yeah. not necessarily so good, such good news if you live in, say, Invercargill and you're unlikely to yeah, ever have an earthquake. You know, we, we, we talk about earthquakes. We really don't know where the next one's coming. I mean, we, we, would we have ever expected there to be a major earthquake in Canterbury? I don't. I mean, I didn't think that was an earthquake risk place. So I, I kind of think we all take the same risk because we just don't. It could be one in Invercargill. We yeah. don't know. Well, insurance companies have shown that they believe that, there's going to, <laughs> that, there, that there is risk in Wellington and particularly over the last few years since the yeah, Canterbury yeah, earthquake. Yeah. And, the other, and the other thing, is here this the earthquake commission is a big pool of money that's meant to build up and build up over time after the canterbury earthquake it was basically completely exhausted and so if you know although you pay for this on your levy if there was another major earthquake now chances are the government would just have to step in and pay for it itself and so that means that you know taxpayers are you know stepping in and helping wellington apartment owners why do we have q eqc what does it do i mean apart from what you just said why do we have it it's it's because it's it's just a recognition that if we didn't have a scheme like that, then insurance companies just might not be reluctant to stand in here. Because you know, if you you're looking at Wellington, you're thinking, okay, well, there might be 20 house fires a year. There might be a slip, or there might be some a car might drive in. You can you can you can work that out. But then suddenly, if there was a major earthquake and you and it triggered you know 5,000 claims, it could completely wipe them out. So it's the government okay. standing up and saying. We'll stand behind the insurance sector in the event that there's a major earthquake. Bottom line, will this make our insurance cheaper? 
It it should. It it it, it doesn't apply until towards the end of next year. But the government said that they expect it to be reflected in premiums, and and if they and if they don't, if insurance prices don't start to fall, then they they could have an inquiry. But it is complicated because, you know, insurance insurance premiums can be influenced by quite a number of things. It's not as if on October one next year your insurance will drop by hundreds of dollars, but insuring a house in Wellington for a private insurer is less risky. So over time, it should make a difference. It won't necessarily, however. Have the same impact on commercial leases because uh, you know if, if a commercial building owner owns a, a property worth ten million dollars, then it, it's not it, going to be any it, difference. It, no. So who pays for it? So you pay for it through your levies when you when you take an insurance, insurance premium. Policy. But the thing, the real key about it is that the Earthquake Commission has a government guarantee. So there's a pot of money that's building up and building up and building up, and it's meant to go down when we have an earthquake. It, it got it was exhausted after the Canterbury earthquake, and so if there was another major earthquake come October next year, it could be yeah. that the that the government has to step in and just write a cheque for billions of dollars. Right, just finish off with some commercial lease stuff. Is there anything come out of the development that the government uh, brought in and, and and changed things, made the law? Oh, look, this is a really surprising one. It's going so. Of course, last week the government just announced with no warning that they were looking at um, basically looking to force. Uh, negotiations on 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 commercial leases caught everyone by surprise. The select committee starts next week. Uh, sorry, starts tomorrow. Um, I think there's possibly a, a chance. The, the, last year they tried to do this, but they actually gave some indications about you know if you're a, if you're a commercial, what the the types of businesses that would be affected and and what what the kind of discount should be. This year it's just straight away. Yeah. It's just any business. And they haven't said what a fair proportion of rent is, so it, it's it's very likely they'll pass this. They're passing this legislation in a complete rush, and it's likely to lead to a lot of arguments over exactly what it amounts to. And and my view on this one, H, as we've talked about it off air, is that it doesn't actually help you. You don't want to go to war with your landlord, do you? You don't want to take them to arbitration. You don't want to. Talk, you know, so. I, I think this is designed for for situations where you've already got a difficult relationship. Between okay. Them. Oh, okay. <laughs> I get you. Thanks. That's Hamish Rutherford.